0: And how eight and Kate will break it down for you now
1: You know normally I don't begin the show by bringing up stuff that you've just mentioned to me but I want you to repeat what you just told me about the people invading your lawn <laughs> and why they are invading your lawn. So I have this
0: 10 foot long well actually 20 foot long spider you must have you must have purchased <laughs> that. I made it with the penguinologist, uh-huh. with uh, PVC pipe, mm-hmm. pool noodles, mm-hmm. all the fabric I could buy at Joanne Fabrics, uh-huh. and wire. So I so we put this together uh, last night. It was a little windy, kind of knocked over. We put him back together. He's fine. We use bicycle lights for eyes. We're a very windy town. And uh, and he's got a mask because yeah. you know yeah. wear a mask. He's a safe spider. So I went to go check the mail today. I opened my front door and there is two, like, 50-year-old women. One of them is on my lawn next to the spider getting her picture taken by the other lady. And I'm like, um, excuse me. See,
1: I'm just grateful they weren't (laughs) trying to sit on the spider when they were
0: taking the picture. Have you seen at Home Depot the like the 20 foot tall skeleton. Or no, the 12 foot tall skeleton. No. It's this gigantic thing that sold out immediately and I really wanted it. Oh, I want one too. So my goal is hopefully they sell it again next year so we can have that and then somehow find a way to use that to tell people, get off my lawn. Get off my lawn. <laughs>
1: You have to like uh, like somehow make his arm move back and forth on a it's mechanical got like LED thing. LED lights. It's supposed to be really oh, scary. Oh, that would be good. But it sold out. I'm sad. There's got to be somewhere in town. We'll find it. We'll hunt down this spider and until no, skeleton we... oh it... i'm sorry you're right skeleton yeah. ah i don't want to hunt that down because that guy could come back i mean mine it. is
0: pretty big your but...
1: spider is huge straight out of harry potter we is. should put it is it is yeah. what i'm saying put it in the show notes okay i'll put i'll put the the picture of the spider in the show notes because i don't think we have done that we've Do done you... the
0: ghost in your windows but we have not done the, you spider know what the spider's name is so you have to say it like moira on s creek mm-hmm. and it's so you have to say bobby Babe, yeah, because, that is how she says it. Because it's yeah. how she says babies. So ah, I kept that was a meme for a while. Yeah. yeah,
1: and when we're not talking about memes, what do we do here on this podcast? Oh, we discuss spiders and old ladies on my lawn. Yeah, occasionally. But what else do we talk about? Twelve foot tall skeletons. Um, and picture books. Oh right, yes, picture books about um all sorts of manner of things. This month, spooky things. Yeah, I would say spooky things. And we determine. Whether these books are good or crap. Yes. Now, they are supposedly classics. And I have to come up with classic spooky books every year. And let me tell you, it's a limited supply. There's a limited supply, I thought. But if you get creative, you can come up with some stuff. Uh, Today's book is actually a a recommendation from one of our our listener fans. Uh, That would be our mom. Uh (laughs) And our mom... It's been asking for a long time for us to be doing this book, this specific book, uh, which I have, I have put off for, what, three years? How long yep. have we been doing yeah, this? Yeah, three, three years. years. Okay. Today, Mom Justified, <laughs> we are we are doing this. It's less spooky. It is spooky, but it's less spooky and more autumnal, I okay. would say, than uh, than usual. Ones. So I'm going to pull it out right now. Oh, Buddha, 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 Buddha,
0: The Stranger.
1: Bye. There you go on on the spine. Oh, Chris Van Allsburg. Apparently, it would have ruined the entire look of the front cover if they deigned to put his name on there. Apparently, you're just supposed to look at that and be like, "Oh, that's clearly Chris Van Allsburg." You ever heard of The Stranger?
0: No, but that cover looks eerily familiar. Yeah,
1: it's a haunting little little image that. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, it is. I will say. This is a beloved book of schools I discovered today, uh, which may account for why it is still in print, uh, because it's not the best known book, but if you've read it, you don't forget it. Okay. Go read that book. While Kate does her read, let's talk a little Chris Van Allsburg. So Chris Van Allsburg has himself said of his work that he's, quote, interested in applying fine art drawing style and sensitivity to the problems of illustration. So for today's little factoid, it's not really a factoid, technically a factoid is a fact that is untrue. Anyway, for today's little side fact, I decided to go to his Caldecott award-winning speech, not for today's book, no, 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 Uh, for his book of Jumanji, which we have previously done on this podcast. I hadn't actually read his acceptance speech before, and there was a little part of it that I greatly enjoyed, because let me tell you, it must be very difficult to come up with a speech after you've won an award. So this is what he came up with, and I very much enjoy it. It is also rewarding to receive mail from people who appreciate your work. The first letter I received as a result of having a book published came from a man in Cleveland. I don't remember his name, so I'll use a pseudonym. His letter was written in the red magic marker on tissue paper. Dear Mr. Van Allsburg, he wrote, I love your work. Do you think life as we know it will exist in the year 2000? Yours truly, Frank Selmer. More recently, I received a letter from Alexandra Prinstein, her real name, from Beth, Delaware. Dear Mr. Van Alsburg, I love the books you write. I am so glad your books are so weird because I am very weird. I think you are weird, but great. I wish a volcano and flood would be in my room when I am bored. I am happy I am only five because I have lots more years to enjoy magical gardens and crazy games and books by you. Love, Draw. P.S. I have a younger brother. Peter, too. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hey. You sound so enthused. Mm. Yeah. enthusity Yeah. So cheery.
0: Yeah you loved it (laughs) you loved it i knew you would yeah let's just get into this okay so okay so there's this guy farmer bailey and he's driving along george bailey Mm -hmm. and a cool breeze goes across his face and then all of a sudden he hits a man okay Hmm. first he thinks he hits a deer let me tell you. Okay, well, uh, how strong was this wind that he failed to look at the road? <laughs> it was really strong wind.
1: It's a breeze. Really, really strong. It's just about- you know, like he blew it and he was like, oh, it's nice. And he turns his face to the side, you know, to look out the window. And then when you're he's not driving- watching the... Look at the
0: road. Well, you know, it's deer season, man. Those
1: things, like, they spring out of
0: nowhere. Well, exactly. The second of all, I'm pretty sure you'll know when you hit a deer. I had a friend of mine who hit a deer. It went through her windshield, kicked her in the face. Uh, She had to pull over the side of the road, forgot to put it in park. The car kept going with the deer still kicking. She had to get back in the car to put it in park while getting kicked in the face. You know when you hit a deer, okay? I
1: I have a friend who hit a deer. (laughs) <laughs> the deer kind of like shook it off. It was like, you know, had a big buck, big, big horns. Turns around, rams the side of the car in revenge and then wow. walks off. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know when you hit a yeah, deer. Yeah, you know when you hit a deer usually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but apparently, oh, and this is something that I noticed too. So is this a house in the background or is it a UFO? Because I wrote down it's a UFO. <laughs> Yeah, Even, that's
1: a house. No one's going to call that a UFO. Oh,
0: I thought it was... It has a roof. I thought it was a UFO <laughs> when I looked at it. It's on the ground. Which would make sense for the rest of the story because... Uh, is it, that is a possible theory. Because that, that's how I went in. I was like, okay, that's a UFO. Okay. Well, there and you go. It would explain a lot. And then this mysterious creature appears. He's, he's a man, but yes. He's mm-hmm. in a He's in a man's suit.
1: Yeah. He's in a man suit. I'm going to I'm going to accept that man suit. Yes. Because
0: it's men in black, you know. He, he, oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah he's, he's definitely a in a man
1: suit. suit. No, I think no matter how you read this book, he's in a man suit.
0: Well, speaking of reading, it though, this part confused me the text because there's a lot of he's being thrown around and uh-huh. I didn't know who so it's Well, the man doesn't
1: have a name, so he, he kind of has to just be he. But
0: it says Mr. Bailey knelt down beside the still figure fearing the worst. Then suddenly the man opened his eyes the man being the stranger or the man being the man wh- being the stranger. Cause he, doesn't have a, name. A stranger. he okay. doesn't have a name at this point. So yeah. And then it says he looked up with terror and jumped to his feet. So then I was we know like, it has to be the man because he's the only one lying down in this situation. Well, I don't know if Mister Bailey knelt down. Yeah, but
1: he's not lying down. I guess you could leap up from a kneeling position. Yeah. Why? I guess he. I guess he'd be ah. His eyes are open. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if back. all of a sudden you
0: thought you killed a man and his eyes open, you'd jump yeah, up too. You're not <laughs> dead. Anyway, so this was kind of like a wait. Who's the? Where's the? I don't know. That just got me a little. Maybe it's just me. All right. First time reading it, I sure. was a little confused. You did. That's all.
1: Your pronouns were throwing you
0: right. Mr. Bailey, the farmer, takes the man into his house, mm-hmm. well, gets him in the car right. that he hit him with, then drives him home. <laughs> Get him to the <laughs> object that almost killed you. P- puts him in the parlor, and it says, uh, Mr. Bailey says, I don't think he knows how to talk. Well, does he know? Maybe maybe he knows how to talk, but maybe he doesn't speak English. Maybe he doesn't want to answer questions from the man that just hit him with his car. I'm just saying. I don't know. He, I think he's just saying he might have a
1: horrible head injury that has removed his ability to speak Maybe which i think is a legit too?
0: thing to worry about you just
1: hit a man with your car
0: yeah but they take the man into the parlor right mm-hmm. why would there be a key in the lock of the door of the parlor
1: i don't know that that's the parlor so there's a picture of a girl sitting on the stairs and she's peeking into a door she peeks but that could into be... the room oh she does peek into the room the room well you don't want the kid getting into the fancy parlor but the parlor's the fancy room for the special guests. You what? don't just let the kid get in so any of time. Wait, wouldn't the lock be on the inside then? No, because then you are you block it for any time that you're not in there. And then when you actually want to go in, in there. there. Well, they're in there now, but they just <laughs> left the key the in the lock. They're not going to take the key. They don't think she's going to lock them in. If she does, that's a very different book. <laughs> I It'd get, be an interesting book. Yeah, I want to read that book. <laughs> yeah, trapped in the parlor with a stranger that I tried to kill. Yeah. So
0: then they call a doctor who... It says, listens to his heart, felt his bones, looked in his eyes, took his temperature. And he says, oh, he just forgot. He just lost his memory. Yeah. Um, He'll know who he is. (laughs) Amnesia. And uh, he'll know where he came from. And then he'll start chit-chatting away. And Mr. Bailey gives him his thermometer saying, oh, you forgot your thermometer. And the doc says, oh, you can throw that out. It's broken. Um... Maybe you should call a different doctor. <laughs> this guy clearly is not capable of doing the job he well, was hired Well, he also was just for. like leaving
1: his thermometers everywhere. We didn't even try to throw it out. He broken was just like. Broken
0: thermometer. Yeah.
1: Like, just like, leaving his broken thermometers in around. Yeah.
0: So this guy could have a fever. And yeah, he,
1: exactly. Yeah. I, and he's like, well, I, I could get a second thermometer. Like, I'm sure
0: these people own one, but no time no time i make house calls bye bye (laughs) but i do like the side story of the cats on the porch and the bird in the bird oh yeah that's nice yeah because the bird they look like my cats the bird in the bird bath is going to town he's like hello (laughs) hello (laughs) the cats are like hello 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 Clarice, they're going to (laughs) yeah that's exactly what they're saying Both but of them. what's interesting is that up until now you don't get a full face of any no. of the characters. No. Well, the doctor from the, the side. The doctor is the side. But yeah, the, not girl, the girl you can see her cheek. You
1: saw you saw her creepy little
0: doll. Yeah, uh, but her then Anne. it's when you when they feed the mm-hmm. man at the dinner table you see a full face,
1: and it's a really interesting shot in terms of the lighting because the woman serving him is in shadow, so it's almost like the light is all centered on the table, so he is easy to see, but she is actually shadowed. And i guess because that way you can see the the steam
0: right so the steam is rising from the hot food it doesn't say what kind of food but it looks like it's kind of a soup bowl that's a soup that's a ladle
1: if ever i saw a ladle. right so yeah. what is
0: she serving Stew. It's, it's red stew red stew red
1: stew red stew. he is not he does not have a bowl in front
0: of him what, so i don't so know raw raw beef is going into no, this bowl with
1: red beans or whatever you get those red aren't beans. beans wait let me see this let me see this all right let me see this that's meat that's just that's just a chunk of meat right is yeah. it raw well i don't know because it's
0: bright red maybe they
1: hit a lot of deer ew <laughs> <laughs> ew would be red anyway
0: so then he the next so he stays the night mm-hmm. and the next morning he's out in the lawn playing with the bunnies to me, it does not look like the same man. It oh, really? L- from the Well, he's
1: not smiling in the first one. Maybe when he smiles, he looks like...
0: The hair like- is a different color... Well, I mean, he's in the
1: light. You can't see his hair. He's in the dark. He's shadowed except for his face. The light is entirely on his face.
0: Even his face, though, looks different. Yeah. The nose looks, I, I don't know. It looks like you know, a you know, different person to me. All
1: right. So he's exchanged himself for another man. What is this con? It's very long. Bunny's cool with it, though.
0: Yeah, the bunnies want to, like, they're expecting him to go wherever they go. In I guess, yeah. i like, so now he's the bunny whisperer? <laughs> he's
1: the bunny. He's the Easter bunny. They hit the Easter bunny.
0: Yeah. <laughs> So the worst. He, they put this poor guy to work. So not only do they hit him with their car, they trap free him labor. In, they trap him in their home, <laughs> and now they have uh, free labor. Yeah. He's free to leave anytime. Sure, sure. <laughs> you can he check is. out any time you like, but uh-huh. you can never leave. So he helps Mr. Bailey with the farm work mm-hmm. and he doesn't even sweat. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Can't sweat through the men's suit. <laughs> so that evening uh the little girl is sitting with the stranger and he's hypnotized by the birds that are flying in the air Mm -hmm. i think he's just surprised that other things fly in the air other than things like him (laughs) because he's an alien right why else would he be hypnotized by
1: birds I, i will get to that alternate theory at some point but i like the way you're going And then
0: we get to the Stockholm Syndrome page, where... Oh, yeah, he's totally on board now. Yeah, because they say, oh, he seems so happy to be around us. Two weeks have passed. It's hard to believe he's a hermit. Right, so he's in full Stockholm Syndrome. He's always been here. Yeah, he's part of the family now. (laughs) We have always lived in the castle. I think it's very interesting details in the illustrations, but... I don't necessarily like all of them. Mm. Like, so his shoes are always untied. Yeah. The angle of the girl dancing in this dress is very unfortunate.
1: I know it's totally realistic, but it's unfortunate. Yeah. But girls that age totally just don't care. They're just flashing their underwear everywhere. Right. But you don't don't even see any, you don't see anything, but it's, it's fine. It's she doesn't care. It's an unfortunate angle. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's awkward.
0: It could have been. I would have like, lowered
1: that dress another inch there. Yeah. Or
0: or have it from like showing her back yeah. or something.
1: You know. I don't know. You get see their faces this way, which is always. But good. the
0: but the like OCD part of my brain it really didn't like the wallpaper. Really didn't like. the wallpaper. Uh, you know what? I can't argue with that. It's, it's not terrible wallpaper. It's not consistent. To be fair, all wallpaper is terrible though. But the flowers, they aren't. They aren't the same pattern. That's what bugs me. Like have them in the same pattern. Don't have them be all sloppy. Like oh, oh that bugs you know full. that you
1: know that old uh, the short story of the yellow wallpaper. No. This okay. It's about a woman who's in a room and and she starts going crazy and thinking things are coming out of the wallpaper. This this would be your version. You, you would you would be the the pink wallpaper. I hate this. Yeah. I hate this. <laughs> I can page. tell. I can feel it the enmity
0: so much. Just billowing off of you. <laughs> the side my, of my, my face. face burning. <laughs> so another week passed. So now this guy's been here for three weeks going yeah. on a month. Might as well just move in now. And the weather's starting to get a little funky. Mm. Apparently, is the stranger slowly reversing time? Because everything that was fall is now going back into summer. Yeah. Um, yeah. The leaves on the trees were as green as they'd been three weeks earlier. Mm-hmm. So that's that's not good. It's not
1: good. It's not good. It's a little weird. It's actually a very bad thing.
0: I do. I couldn't agree more with this sentence, though. It says, because the stranger's looking around, he can see from the top of the hill that all the trees around the house are green, but further out, they're all like red and orange. And Mm -hmm. the line says, it would be much better, he thought, if all trees could be red and orange. 100% agree. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's dead on there. Also, we know he understands English.
1: Yeah, it's interesting that you actually get to go into his head. It's weird that suddenly we are now capable of knowing his thoughts. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of an interesting narrative choice. Now we get them. We didn't get them up until now. No, because he's a cipher to them and then he's a cipher to us. And I guess he it's saying he's a cipher to himself. Hmm. So. Well... <laughs>
0: I found my tattoo. Oh, what's your tattoo? Um, I like to call her Gossip Gladys. Oh, tell me more. So it's the page where the stranger, he pulls a leaf off of a tree. And with a trembling hand, without thinking about it, he blows on it with all of his might. Meanwhile, you have, I don't, I th- I'm assuming this is a goose. Maybe it's a swan. I guess it's a Goose doing complete side eye going hmm? and then the one in front of it is going move along gladys and she's like i'm just looking God, i'm just looking <laughs> anyway i really like her yep and i'm really confused as to why he blew on a leaf is it because when he blew on it it went from red yeah. from green to red it went to it went to orange yeah remember none of the leaves where he is are orange also i think this leaf is like a backwards picture of a very angry cat (laughs) it's going. (laughs) i'm trying to see it see those are the ears and it's oh i see it and just imagine it going (laughs) (laughs) that (laughs) does seem to be (laughs) so you have uh the angry cat leaf with the gossiping gladys (laughs) you pick up on the weirdest you're welcome (laughs) don't i make this story more interesting Sure. <laughs> but then something out of Pleasantville happens. You you saw Pleasantville, oh, right? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Where things are in black and white and then they turn to color. Yep. Well mm-hmm. in this case This is very pleasantville ish the, the stranger decides it's time for him to go and they he hugs them all at once and then dashes out the door and they hurry outside to wave him goodbye, but he disappears and then all of a sudden the leaves on the trees were no longer green. Mm-hmm. They went straight to orange and red. Right. So, so that happens. That's normal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then oh, we get to the creepiest part. Oh yeah, yeah, this is
1: this is not uncreepy. I will agree with you. Yeah, and etched in the
0: windows it says. I'll be back. I, I mean it it says it says see you next fall. <laughs>
1: it's etched in the windows in frost, right? It's like the very frost is spelling yeah. it out. Yeah. And
0: etched in frost on somehow the farmhouse window. I don't know where he learned to
1: write in English, but sure, okay. Maybe oh. it's a metaphor. Maybe it's not actually saying see you next fall. Maybe it's just like it just seems like it's him saying that it's super creepy yeah all right the end at the end (laughs) okay so um you know the as i mentioned lots of teachers like this uh i haven't what's the term that i've heard i've heard used with this uh they use it to teach inferences Uh, teach what now inferences can we infer what the heck is going on in this book by reading through the book Um, but the new york times doesn't care for inferences. So when they reviewed it, they just decided that they didn't like the idea of any alternate theories. They certainly would not have approved of your alternate theory, young lady. Th-
0: what, that it's an alien? Yeah, so there's...
1: This is literally what um, the title was. Uh, Jack Frost Amnesia! That's the title. Oh. is the actual title. Um, however, the review was, was interesting. It made, some, it made some nice points. Um... It said that part of the book's charm is that everyday human life is presented as wondrous. It seduces and satisfies the supernatural visitor and the visitor's magic, rather than being sinister or unnatural, Kate, it actually (laughs) says that, it actually says Kate, uh, is part of nature itself. Now, this review... Yes, Stockholm Syndrome is
0: nature itself.
1: Yeah, now I need your, I'm going to need you to, to guess who wrote this review, because you may or may not be able to get this, but I'm going to give you three hints, okay? You. As to the... Uh, no, this oh. was, was written in 1986, Kate. 1986. So mom. He's not, he's not mom. Okay. <laughs> so, number one, the author of this review really likes vampires. Really, really likes vampires. Okay. Uh, hint number two. The review was written in 1986, so it's a 1986 author It
0: really
1: likes vampires. Okay, number three, this reviewer is not a children's book author, and to the best of my knowledge, never has been. You have any, you have any guesses as to who, uh, who the? Anne Rice. It was Anne Rice. They were like, oh, this book, this book. Who can we get to review this book? Oh, Anne Rice. Could you please review a picture book for us? Which backs up your creepy theory, honestly. Because if Anne Rice is the one doing the review, she would find it charming.
0: Ratings time. So I think the beautiful illustrations are, like, they're amazing. They're weird. Oh, yeah. But they're amazing. Um, I like that it's an easy to remember title Mm -hmm, because it is. (laughs) Really? The Stranger is (laughs) Easy. All
1: right. Sure.
0: It's about hitting a guy with a car and then he makes the leaves change colors. So I think... I think I like some of Chris All's work, other work that you've We have made. done, let's see, we did Jumanji and we did Polar
1: Express. And, and we did the one with the pictures with the- Oh, yeah. This is a far more closer, I'd say, to Harris Burdick. Yeah. Yeah. But,
0: but yeah, I, I this isn't a fan of, mm-hmm. like, this mm-hmm. isn't a favorite of mine. Mm-hmm. I gave the story- a 4.8 because it's meh mm-hmm. but i like the beautiful illustrations but i will not remember it come next fall it's so funny do you hear do you hear what i'm hearing right now
1: that's the sound of your mother's heart breaking it's actually you can actually hear it from it wouldn't here. be the first it's amazing time. <laughs> okay okay right. i'm sorry just re-break okay that's fine then that's right, fine right. um no it's really going to break now because i'm not really going to fight you too hard on this it is true um like you say we we can't compare it to other van alsbergs it's cool. It's a cool story. I like bringing it out at the fall time. I like reading it to my kiddos. It's not sure much do. of a
0: story, though. It's
1: it's a fine story. Such he gets as hit it, by it's a mysterious. car. The leaves
0: change colors the end.
1: Right. And then you get to ask the kid who you think he is, you know. And they say the tooth fairy. And you say, what? And then you change the subject because you worry about your children. Okay. Um, That has never happened to me. But uh, it's I, I like it perfectly well. I give it a five. Right on the
0: nose. So it's a toe under the under line. Under the line, not, not a, a classic. classic.
1: Oh, Chris yeah. Van Olsberg, will ever you forgive us.
0: All the teachers still love
1: him, though. Oh, so. yeah. Everybody. As he once told me, every single one of his books is still in print. Even that weird riverbend one. Who knew? All right. Letters time. Yay. Bop, 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 bop. Okay. First one comes from Carrie. Hi, Carrie. And she was talking about... The Berenstain Bears one, so that was a Spooky Old Tree, right? Uh-huh. And she said, I need to listen to this episode because the BB, Berenstain Bears, were the books I mostly hid from my kids in the 90s in lieu of others. And then she mentions Cynthia Ryland, Eric Carl, Kevin Hankeys, Anne Whitford-Paul. I need to figure out who that is. Jane Yolen, William Steig, Anne Isaacs, Chris Van Alsberg. So, we wouldn't have to learn a lesson. Because <laughs> that was always the thing with Baron St. Bears. You always got your lessons. From Heidi, uh, and this was referring to the episode of It Could Always Be Worse. She said, this episode of Fuse 8, the Fuse 8 and Gate podcast was very well received in my household. Aww. My husband loved the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy reference. <laughs> while I was thrilled to hear Eric report. Erica Pearl as the guest to have a Jewish book discussed and named as a classic, and to hear the Sydney Taylor Book Award mentioned. Woohoo! Nice, isn't that nice? Yeah, Thank cool, you, Heidi. That's a nice thing to say. I agree
0: that also. Uh, if you have a husband, or you should, I do have you sh- one. You should have them listen because I feel like I we're agree. a pretty female dominant listenership, right? Yum. I don't know, man.
1: We we actually have a fair amount of male fans. I mean, Josh Funk. Listen, yeah, we need more guys to like write in too. Yeah, dudes. Yeah, stop man slacking. Man up. Write <laughs> <laughs> in at fusekd at gmail Isn't that a song that Josh Gad would sing
0: in uh, probably Book of Mormon? Uh, man up. Yeah. No, I don't, I've never heard Book of Mormon. <gasps> get out of my house. Moving on. Grown up things we like. <laughs> so last Sunday was National Coming Out Day, mm-hmm. and Pixar released a new short on Disney Plus called Out. Uh oh. it's about a man coming out to his parents. Uh he has a dog. Things get magical. I actually
1: heard about this, but I didn't know what it was
0: about. Okay. That's yeah, great. It's it's very funny, and the the guy's mom is so midwestern. Aww. And I love it. I want to see it. Um it's Pixar, so you know it's not gonna be, you know, super depressing. But I'll Well, just... I don't know. Dumpling Boy was like the saddest thing I ever well, saw no in one, my life.
1: Like, died, you know. Yeah, he died until he came back.
0: <laughs> she ate him. He wasn't real. I know, but he was eaten. But anyway, this... anyway, so I'm still mad about that. I will just say in this story, if you have Disney Plus, check it out, the dad is my favorite oh okay yeah he doesn't play a big role but you know when you think of midwestern maybe they're like you know bible bell you'd be mm-hmm. afraid of coming out to your folks this is this gives it a very funny interesting twist that magical nice. i'm gonna use the word magical
1: oh that's a good one thank you mine is weird <laughs> um I'm calling this a grown-up thing I like, though it was my children who discovered it. Uh, Because of the Zoom and the virtual learning and everything, the kids tend to just recommend things to one another in in that weird Zoom-like format on a regular basis. So it was my daughter who heard about this first and then told my son about it. Then my son introduced it to his whole first grade. And they showed it to me and they said, Look, have you seen Jelly Mario? And I'm like, no and what is it and they're like well it's it's the super mario game but he's made of jelly and everything is made of jelly and i'm like what do you mean it looks exactly the same
0: but then you try to make him
1: move <laughs> and he crashes into things. The gravity's bizarre. If he touches anything, he expo- like anything evil, he explodes and his head is sometimes still attached. Is this a game? Or? It is a game. It is Super Mario the game. Just everything's made of jelly. So you play it on an iPad? You can or? play it on the computer, apparently, because they just went to the website. Like, they just Googled Jelly Mario and instantly were able to play it. I recommend you do it. The music is about the same, but kind of mildly twisted. It sort of mucks with your perception of reality as a whole. My son does very well with it. He, he <laughs> enjoys it. Uh, so there you go. So Jelly Mario, <laughs> it's a jelly,
0: <laughs> and That's the Mario. Weird. What's between jelly and jam? Uh, That's pectin. what I thought. What? Different amounts of pectin. Is that the the
1: bike that you ride? No, it's a Peloton. That's a Peloton. (laughs) But if you had a pectin Peloton, and it was a penguin and a pelican. Are you done? I'm Almost. I'll be done. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. (laughs) And what else is done? Uh, This podcast is done. So I've been Betsy. I'm Kate. Bye. Fusing Kate is a Fuse Number 8 production. You can reach us at FuseKate8 at gmail.com. You can follow our podcast on Twitter at Fuse underscore Kate. You can follow us on Instagram at Fuse8Kate, that's Fuse number 8 Kate. Follow us on iTunes and rate our podcast if you're so inclined. Our music is by Haddon Kime and our It's a Drew and Tienza is Drew at Tienza. Fuse 8 and Kate is a creation of Kate Ramsey and Betsy Bird.